now, of course, you, the dog is your best friend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. We are here again discussing some of the last episodes of the original 1960s Ultraman original series. We have one disc left, that after today. It's exciting, right? It's exciting. We're going to move into something. And then we get to bounce around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do a palate cleanser episode a bit. And uh, and I don't know what we're gonna watch, but <laughs> we'll see. That's fine. We'll figure. Yeah, that we'll out. figure something out. I'm gonna try to pick something good as opposed to just normal schlock holiday special stuff where we have to be punished. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to be punished. I, I mean, I get it. it. Yeah, we do have to be punished. <laughs> what do you have that squeaks now? <laughs> Oh, it's the Care Bear. Of course it is. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rich Conroy. I'm your host. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? So we're here on this dreary, rainy yeah, Monday morning. Yeah, out there. Yeah, it was worse this morning. The fog was terrible. Yeah. You couldn't see anything. At least now it's sort of cleared up, but it is still in the... Low. I mean, at least it's not 30s. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. In the high 40s, low 50s. We're not so covered in ice. That's miserable. exciting. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna watch. Uh, we watched two episodes today: the endless counterattack, and um, I can't remember the last one. It was come on now. No. No. Really? Shoot. Should we have written it down? No, because now I lost the bloody. Just Fine. bear with me a moment, folks. We'll get to it. Again, the internet will correct you. Yeah, oh, with, with impunity. Consistency. Yeah, so. All right, come on. Fur. Oh. We can't have that. <laughs> He's like, you sure we can't have it? Here, let me do this and see if I can. There we go. Get it to... There you go. Go ahead. Go down the stairs and go get it. <laughs> He's smart. We're going to, we'll tell you what it is later. Um, we're going to go with the endless counterattack, which is. Uh, we uh, open up with the Science Patrol headquarters and Hayata is passing out straws. And he says, the one with the red star at the bottom is the winner. Right. And, and it's whoever gets to escort the foreign Science Patrol agent who's coming from, from India. India. I thought originally they were shooting in India. And we purposely rewound just to make sure that this person is coming from India right. to Japan. That's right. And her name is uh, Patra? Patra. Patra. Right, or Patty in the Japanese dub. Well, we wouldn't have that. <laughs> no, we have that. We All those episodes are also on the DVD in Japanese. Oh, there is. Full run, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but I grew up with the, the English dub, so that holds a special place in my heart. I gotcha. Hearing those voices I got is now, Ultraman to Are me. those the same voices that you heard basically mm-hmm. grown? Oh, they are. Yeah, that okay. is the 60s dub. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, because I, I mean, I know I can. You can hear like sometimes when the tape is just getting so like all right, that yeah. tape was starting to get old. They did not use good. Um, well, they didn't expect elements. it to last. No, they have. There are digital copies of those elements in perfect quality. Okay. They exist, but the They're company expensive. that no, the comp no, they, there is no official. Like DVD or Blu-ray with the English dub, none, uh, none, um, because of that company that I was explaining that company. Oh, that's Chaya right. That's right. They're fighting each other. Owns yeah. supposedly the first five Ultra series, which is horse crap. Um, so, but of course, they wanted to release it here, and they were Subaru is like, uh, "We're not giving you anything if you own it. 
you've got it. <laughs> and they're like, but, but there's no, no, Fergus, no, no, buddy. He's trying to get on the table because we've got two big glasses of water up here and, uh, you know, he has to do some and sort of... sniff them. He's not actually going to drink them. Oh, he'll drink out of mine. Boy. He will, yeah, if, if I leave it long enough, he'll okay. drink out of the chair. I think the ice is stopping him. No, he's not a fan of ice. But anyway, so Hayata fools everybody by going not last. Not red star right. on any of the sticks, so therefore he obviously is going to win. Right, and so he goes to meet this lovely young lady um, and take her around to the Buddhist temples and whatnot. Right, which is, you know, the hard job. Oh, let me escort the young lady. Yeah. And they do say, you know, this personal, is personal escort. And, of course, me being an adult and having a mind that just goes in wrong directions thinks that's not what I would think but this is a kid's show so I can't imagine go. that they would do that <laughs> science <laughs> patrol membership has its privileges exactly. so uh, <laughs> both ways around um, so there's a huge forest fire that breaks out and nobody can figure out what it is right and the miniatures that they used for the forest fire were very well done you can see how they used Kerosene basically kerosene <laughs> to light the thing in a straight line kind of deal but it's still very well done right the miniature work yeah yeah and then the vtl comes and puts it out with the ion gun which, which basically looks like a big before. spray foam yeah yeah it's basically what it is yeah it does foam. the job yeah. and they were like wow we lost all this uh we lost all this um valuable land and uh then the chemical plant is under attack by a giant monster called zambalar is that what this thing's name is? Zambolar. Okay. Um, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. You gotta make stuff up. You yeah. might as well make up weird names. So Zambolar, or Zambora in Jap- in Japanese, um, he uh, he is awakened because of the development of his land. Oh, okay. That's why they okay. show all that strip mining going on. Right, 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 right. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So, um, sure enough, they wake this monster up who's really cool. He's got... Um, these light up spines on his back and his, right, and his they horn. show it a couple different times lighting up in different ways, right? Which is very cool. And it just sets stuff on fire. Yeah, and then I guess I'll give away the spoiler since we're doing the whole episode sure. anyway. He basically can aim how and what is going to go on fire. What you say? I know. Is this this sound sounds. I tell you. <laughs> No, Zambula is what uh, you said. Uh, you're right, Zambula. Oh, See, I had to go there. Oh, had to. Oh, Patrick. <laughs> but uh, I'm, you usually I, get me with those. I liked it. Um, it was deep hurting. So they, uh, he, you know, he gets discovered by the science patrol while he's destroying the chemical plant. They put that fire out. Um, Patra and Hayata find the boiling river as another right. clue as to what might be happening right now. And then a small earthquake comes along. Right, right, they right. Get shaken, and their car has now one wheel off the road. That's right. <laughs> now, okay, fine. That could happen in an earthquake. Right. But then they show them trying to drive the car back onto the road. Right. And show that it's a standard car because it's got all three pedals. Right, right. It's standard car. Rear wheel drive. Rear wheel drive because the front wheel never moves, and Hayata uses basically a branch, a big, kind big of thing. tree, like maybe a sapling trunk. Yeah. yeah. To try to lever the car back onto the road. Yeah, just enough to get enough. Just enough to get grip and grip on the back wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's you know. Yeah. And then they, yeah, it was nice little. And as once nice it color. actually gets grip on the road, Dude. it doesn't just jump back like you know a couple feet. It just stops correctly. And yeah. You're like, yeah, it jumped back a couple feet. Maybe I mean, you just put the brake on. It's not that easy to do in a standard car. Oh. I mean, I don't drive standard. I I've driven standard many times. It's I mean you can once it starts moving. You can move your feet quickly, right? But you're gonna see it jump back yeah. a f- couple feet anyway yeah. before it stops because maybe, you... maybe it was on the incline. I don't know. <laughs> All right, now we're digging deep. I'm just working. Oh, Fergus! <laughs> All right, he's up. All right, you stay here with me. So anyway, um, they, uh, you know, the science patrol's weapons really don't do anything except make a ferocious. Uh, like, amount of damage. Um, yeah, they are just lighting it up. We're getting close to the end of the series, and I think they're like, whatever budget we have left, we're, we're gonna just going to use as much as possible. And they they did show one scene where this monster, his costume is actually on fire. Yep, that had to be a bad day for that suit. Yeah, actor. that guy's just like right him on fire now. Yeah, I mean, he's would you around. even know? Huh? Would you even know? Yeah, you, you would know. know. You would know. You're just doing stuff, and and all of a sudden, one part of you is way warmer than the rest of you. I I assume they put that out quick, because it's only like three seconds of film. So they were probably like, "We got that good. Shut it down. Hose them." Yeah, I mean, it's it wasn't a lot. What do you call it? Fire extinguisher. Yeah, fire extinguisher. Because you know, in a fire episode, they have fire extinguishers all over the place. Of course. But if they hadn't shown the guy on fire, right. I wouldn't have said anything. Okay, fine. The guy is not going to go on fire. Yeah. But the fact that they did show his suits on fire. Like, woohoo! It's a great <laughs> shot. You know Let's that. keep that. Oh, you know, uh, you know, ten percent at least of every scene of monsters in this show getting blown up and and shot at are happy accidents. Oh, absolutely. You know, when something really big it explodes, they're like, great. "God, that's so great. We can use that." Yeah. Now go see if Steve's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God! So they, you know, they find uh, that he marches through their attacks, feeling you know nothing much. Right. Blinds Arashi with the with the with the the glare from his spines at one point. Yeah, yeah. When Arashi hit him with the super the gun. Super gun. And then the thing basically looks at him and blinds him. Crazy. Yep. Yep. Which. Okay, fine. This is the third time Arashi's been blinded in this Yeah, he might want to cover his eyes yeah. once in a while. Get the man some Ray-Bans. Exactly. Um, so, uh, and then, of course, um, pa- uh, Patra is constantly next to Hayata, so he can't transform. Right. And she's been injured. And so he's like, you know, go back to the headquarters. You'll be fine. You'll be better off there. And um, and then we see Hayata run away <laughs> and then run up steps Quite briskly, which Rich yeah. pointed out, you know, you got to be in kind of good shape to yeah. run up that many, because it was a good two dozen steps yeah. that he ran up quickly. And then you see her come along and she's go up the stairs. Stair. Yeah. And she looks like she's in good shape, but by God, she's galumping up these yeah. steps. She's injured. She's been, she's been hurt. And so finally he convinces her to stay where she is, and he runs on ahead. Good 12 feet. And yeah, transforms into Ultraman. <laughs> we have to assume that there's no... Uh, Wait, she can see 12 feet in front of her. <laughs> yes. Because she, she's been knocked she, out twice. Her glasses have been <laughs> She never she dropped her contact. <laughs> she's been knocked out twice, so we got to figure, as soon as she sits down, she's just going to fall asleep. Yeah. Because that's the only way she's not seeing Hayata turn My guess is they're like, look, if we show him running 200 yards away, 
That's going to take up a good two episodes, right. or um, like two minutes of film that we just don't have. Right, right. Yeah, so that's going to that's that's expedition you don't need. So you have to kind of put it together in your own head that like he's far, far enough, enough away. away that she can't see him, or she just got <clears throat> she just fell unconscious again very quickly. One of the two, we yeah. gotta go. We'll take it. So, uh, you know, Ultraman shows up and uh, lays some smackdown on uh, the monster. They do some nice wrestling. There's a lot of flipping around. Yes, because this again, this is one of those monsters that's on all fours. All four monsters. Yeah. So it's really hard for that suit actor to do a lot. Once or twice, he does actually, you know, rear up and yep. get Ultraman. Yep. But basically, the guy did stay on all fours most of the time. Yeah. So other than flips and rolling and charging, there's not a lot you can do yeah. with this one. And he hits him with the, the heat weapon a lot, um, blinds him once. Blinds him once, which I thought was a neat shot. Yeah. Because you, you see Ultraman getting hit with stuff, never really hurt. Right. This time, you can see the fact that he, you know, he... Play accent that he's actually blinded by the heat gun. Well, you like, notice that, like, the as we get later into the series, the monsters are getting stronger. Yes, because and, they have to figure out a way for Ultraman to actually get hurt. Right, so and it, he's getting to the point where he's like, oh, this is getting serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to have <clears throat> some sort of thing where Ultraman is going to actually have a possibility of really getting hurt. Yeah. It was the same thing with Superman when they had to kill him because it, it got to the point where Superman was just so powerful. Yeah. They couldn't do anything. They finally said, you know what? Let's just kill him. Right. That stuck. Because we, yeah. we haven't had Superman in years. Um, <laughs> but that is still the best self-comic <laughs> of all time. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Superman dying? The, best, the death of Superman? Death I know Superman. it's the most, probably the most collected comic and is now worth less than nothing because yeah. there's so many copies. That but that's like, my whole point. I'm gonna keep this in a vault. No, 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 work. Yeah. no, dummy. But uh, yeah, so eventually, um, Ultraman just pounds the Zambalar's head into the ground a bunch. Right, right. And speciums, speciums around him, yeah. and to him, and finally just kills him. Does he blow? No, he doesn't up? blow up. Which, doesn't blow up, which I find. We well, he's go. a heat-resistant monster, obviously. True, true, true. So. Yeah, that the the un up the uh, unaired uh, cleanup crew episode right after that, where they have to chop up <laughs> oh, this monster God again. What do you do with the monster meat? Steaks? Yes, yes. Yeah. Go right there. You feed the poor with the monster meat. Oh, steaks. Steak. I don't see why not. As long as they're not radioactive monsters, I see no reason. Even no, yeah, yeah, radioactive. I was gonna say you're just gonna. Using the science right of this show, you're just going to make more monsters. <laughs> I mean, like, come true, on. True. You can't, science. People, can't feed people radioactive meat and expect them to not turn into some giant monster exactly. with Fair flame enough. boobs or something. Um, so we got we to gotta get to our uh, monster, monster minute. minute with Zambalar. So let's do Zambalar's roar. Now, you did say you had heard that roar before. Does it say what it Does is? Does this sound familiar to anybody? Zambalar's roar is a combination of roars modified from both Godzilla and Gamera. Okay. That's, I knew it. But you, I could hear the Gamera, and I'm going, oh, I know I've heard that monster before. Yeah, that's what it fair is. Fair enough. So that's neat. Uh, he is 20,000 tons, 30 meters high. He is a kaiju. Um, let's see. He is. This is his first episode, obviously. He does show up in Ultraman the Ultimate Hero, uh, episode 9. That would be the last time, which I think is a shame, because he's a pretty cool monster. 
even again, the, the four-legged monsters, they don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Because it's hard for the guy to actually fight against Ultraman because true. he's on all fours. True, true. Um, but let's see here. Um, the monster designer of the Ultraman TV series, Toru Narita, designed Zambalar after a lion. I don't see, don't how see that at all. Okay, he's a modified Gavadon suit. Um, I forget which one Gavadon is. Nah. I'm gonna look him up while we look. Um, suit actor Haro Nakajima, i.e. Godzilla. Oh, really? Was okay. originally asked to portray the kaiju, but refused to do so due to the dimensions of the suit. Was the suit too big? Could it have or too to... small? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's just an Inst odd one. Yeah, instead, Zambalar was portrayed by Kunio Suzuki. So good on you, Kunio. You, yeah. you did your thing. He resembles Angerus a little bit. Um, his roars were reused for Go Green Man. Okay. Um, and it was also used for the Red Bull in the 1982 animated movie The Last Unicorn. Wow. Yes, Snappy <laughs> Doo. <laughs> There you go. Oh, God, no. That's pretty neato. Um, and uh, I think that's all we have to deal with with Mr. Zambalar. What do we think of this episode, Pat? Not a bad episode. Again, the basic problem with these four-legged monsters is they don't know what to do with them. They can flip them around a little bit. They can wrestle a little bit. But they can't actually do a whole heck of a lot more than that. Now, at least they gave this one the power to blind Ultraman for yeah. a basic couple of seconds. Yeah. Light stuff up. Light stuff up. And yeah. they had the, the cool, you know, ridge on the back lit up in various ways. So that yeah. was kind of cool. Nice. But, again, the four-legged monsters, they just kind of, okay, we can use them, yeah. but we don't know what to do with right. them. Right. And let's say you give them some sort of weird drill face or... Right. <laughs> right. They don't have a lot to do with them. Yeah. Now, here's Gavadon. He was the one who came to life out of the graffiti. So he was Gavadon. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The, I can see the, he was the one with the veneers. Right, right, right. <laughs> the great one. teeth. Yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing? Look at that. He had the <laughs> Tony <laughs> Robbins mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got big teeth, and I'm going to show you them. I'm not going to bite you. They're just fantastic. Can look on this side? How about this side? You good? Everybody good? That's great. I'm going to go back to napping. Exactly. All right, so we'll be back in another moment with the second episode, and we'll be right back. goodness we're back with more of the science patrol with the episode the forbidden worlds um that is the 33rd episode of ultraman and it marks the first appearance of uh, alien mephilos he is a, a very uh, iconic is he really yeah he's he's well that's a nice outfit with uh, it's a very cool outfit i yeah. did give you that yeah he's got that light up neck mouthy kind of thing. neck thing yeah which Again, all the stuff that lights up in weird ways, I do love. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I like any sort of thing that goes that has a that has a lighted feature to it. Yeah, it makes it look a lot better. Yeah, they're like, look, look what else we can do. Look, look, look. So we have we show Fuji Hayata and Hayata's littlest brother, Satoru. Satoru. Good memory, because I couldn't remember at all, and he does not <laughs> seem to be here in the bloody um, 
And the the Wikia. Of course, he's listed in the Wikia as Hoshino, but it's not Hoshino. It's no, a different it's kid. Toro, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be Fuji's youngest brother. We have never seen him henceforth nor heretofore. Right, <laughs> This right. is his one shot. One shot of yeah. getting into the science yeah. patrol. And, uh, yeah, like Big Brother. And uh, I don't know where the hell Hoshino's been at lately, by the way. Yeah, he hasn't been in the series for a little while. A couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we see him again. I think well, he's I done. That. I don't remember. I think he's pretty much out. At well, this I mean, point. they gave him the whole Science Patrol outfit. So where does he go to camp? Oh, <laughs> like, you got to go to Science Patrol camp. boarding school? <laughs> like, you know, we, we ship him out to like... And also, how many people could be in the boarding school? There's like five people in that giant in building. Exactly. exactly. Also, why wouldn't you have it in the building? There's a <laughs> lot of room a in A lot the of space. Every right. time we see that building... We are struck by the enormity of it. Right. All the windows, all the stuff that could be in there, and it's basically for six people yeah. total. And they're, okay, we get... Dr. Exposition. Right. Well, the, the science patrol. Science patrol. And the guy at the front desk who yells at them once in a while. Right. And then you got to figure there's a couple guards here or there. They have a full room. Because it's the 60s, you got to figure they have a full room that is computers. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've seen... They have Ito's lab. Right. We've seen the bunks. True. True. We've seen the one lounge. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. So that's basically, we've covered one floor of this building. Arashi and Ito both have to sleep on bunk beds, right? Yes. They have a perfectly good lounge. Why not stay there? Like, why can't they have a couple of rooms outfitted? It's not a small building. No, again, we've gone that way. It's It's like, why do we have a bunk bed? In a giant building where all we can figure out is one floor worth of stuff. Yeah, it's like owning the floor. It's like owning a Hyatt. Yeah, but yeah. sleeping, you know, in, bunk in a cot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm gonna use one of these nice rollouts. <coughs> so, um, Mephil, is it Mephilus? Yeah, Mephilus. I'm sorry, Mephilus is an alien who appears via. Um, uh, uh, Psychic connection. Yeah, okay. To we'll call it psychic connection to Satora. And it's like, if you think the air show is so great, check out what I'm going to do. And right. he makes a like oil tanker fly up, explodes it. Right. And then Moves kidnaps in. the guys in the like the B twenty nine bomber and the, the jets. jets and the fire jets. Yes. Just kind of pulls them to the side, which they. Right, kind they just show, yeah. They just kind of show, okay, yeah. the things are going sort of sideways. Yeah. And this is one of the episodes that we both pointed out. Yeah, you can really see. The yeah, you can see a lot of wiring in, in this one. In this one. Yeah. And I mean, in a lot of these episodes, you don't see the fishing line. Yeah. There's a this shot of tanks in one this of these episodes. Two, was it this one? This or episode, last one? yeah. No, I want to say it's this episode. No, no, it was the last was episode because that's the. The fire episode. Uh, yeah, he, he blows, blows up all the tanks with the heat ray right, off Yeah, you back. pointed out you could see the fishing line on the yeah. tanks as it's pulling them along yeah. slowly. But when you watch them through the miniature forest, that looked fantastic. Yeah, it did look good. Yeah. It did look good. So, yeah, you give a little, you take a little. Right. Thing, you, know. you know they're working with miniatures, but you like, you don't want to see the stuff that they're using. And when you do, you're going to point it out. Because well, Cause it's so unusual. Like, yeah. You don't yeah. See, you see it. Less often than you don't see it. Right. So when it's there, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Like, that's how they do it. 
I mean, especially as adults, you're going to point that out just because you don't see it so often that yeah. you're like, oh, there it is again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Exactly. Like, sometimes when you watch Godzilla, you'll see the cable holding the end of his tail. Yeah. So that his tail will move. Right, right. And you're just like, well, that's how they do it. You know, like, <laughs> especially as the suit evolved and the tail got longer and more wiggly. More wobbly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, we digress, but that's our job. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, Mephilus, uh, kidnaps Hayata, Fuji, and, uh, her brother. Satoru. Satoru, and says, uh, for some reason, he decides to con- try to convince Satoru to give him Earth. Right, he tries to make a bargain with the kid who, if he's ten, he's old? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. I'll give you three wishes if you give me the earth. I'll make right. you king of whatever planet well, yeah. you want to be. In the English dub, it's you'll get life on another planet. We'll move everybody off earth. Right. And you'll be in charge. Right. And you'll, <laughs> and have... you'll get three wishes. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Like... To which uh, to which Pat pointed out, if it was his kid, he'd ask for ice cream and a dog. And, uh, the hell, and then just more ice cream. More ice cream. Yeah, he yeah, would have sold us out very quickly. Very, very quickly. <laughs> You're going to give me ice cream? And a dog, and I'm in charge. Oh, you can man. have the whole plan. That's fine. <laughs> and we go. Well, you picked the wrong kid. This is <laughs> well, the right kid. In your case, um, so uh, somehow this alien knows Hayata is Ultraman for one thing. Yeah, and they never quite explain how he knows. He just knows. He now, just knows. Which we is gotta go a with. little deep. Like I don't know. Like maybe well, that comes up later. I don't remember. Like no, maybe I, no, are no, they no. starting to fight? No, I don't mean later in this episode, but before the end of the series. Oh, I got like, you. I maybe got you. they're starting See, now, to figure out what's going on. No, I'm just going with on this one because it's a psychic monster. Yeah, okay. That could go with. Yeah. Just go right into Sarkar's sure. head. It went right into Hayata's head and therefore knows he's Ultraman. Could be. Perhaps he go only goes into children's heads because they're more pure, too. Mm, but then he wouldn't be able to know that Hayata is Ultraman. I know. I'm just using head you gotta try. at this point. I'm you working gotta try. on it. I got gotcha. you. Um, see, I go for the conspiracy. <laughs> you go for the easy science fiction. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's, it's, it's, two, it's two different things. Um, so he then uh, turns Fuji into a giant. Right. And she starts whacking on some buildings, which is a nice scene because um, you can see Hiroko Sakurai kind of like take a couple of shots and it's real feminine. And then she just drives her elbows straight into right the side of one building. Like, all right, best day at work ever. And I mean, they don't use her for a whole heck of a lot in the show. So she had to have fun doing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's trying not to smile while yes, she's Yes, you can doing see that. Yeah. See, she's trying to keep a straight face while she's breaking the miniatures. It's also Satoru's trying to keep a straight face while he's doing that floaty thing inside yeah, the spaceship. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, this is kind of fun. I like this. <laughs> um, so uh, they did, they make... Oh, and the police just start firing on Fuji. Just shooting revolvers well, no, at the, her. A couple times the science patrol have told them not to shoot her. Yeah, but once they, she starts breaking Once stuff. she starts breaking stuff, they try to shoot her. And, and they're like, like hey, hey, hey. That's our friend. How are we supposed to get coffee if, if she's, she's dead? <laughs> We need our coffee. That's Stop right. It. We're very tired in the morning. So uh, then the alien, uh, I keep saying, Mephilus. I want to say Mephilus, but it's not. It's Mephilus. Um, says, uh, oh, if you think that's bad, wait till you see what else I can do. And he summons um, 
The Bolton. The Bolton, Alien Zareb, and uh, Kemerman. I forget what Kemerman is from, but we've seen him. In I don't else. remember the middle one. Yeah, like the one with the little the stalk on his head. Yeah, the Bolton yeah. I remember. The the other one I remember, and the King one. Oh, he's an Ultra Q monster. That's why. Oh, okay. that's why. That I wouldn't have seen. I I haven't seen the episode, but I've seen the the monster okay. picture before. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, he's like, oh yeah, um, this is what I can do, and all these monsters are gonna destroy you. And Mira points out, no, these monsters were all into were all defeated individually. Yes. So now, and again, this is where I go with, okay, this guy can make you think you see the monsters, but the monsters didn't actually do, do anything. anything other right. than just kind of stand there and obviously and be look the monsters. Right, right. right. Um, so they find the flying saucer uh, because a guy in a Jeep drives up. He's like, oh, we found these weird signals yes. coming out of the forest area. Yes. So the science patrol do what they do best, take two VTOLs and light the joint up. Yes, that, that's what they do. Yeah. But is it not what we're supposed to do, just blow stuff up? Yeah, you would think nowadays they would probably hit it with some sort of beam and it would reveal the cloaking device. And to, But no. Just, no, no, they just blow stuff up. Yeah, we're just going to drop as much munitions on this area yeah. as and possible. Then, like you said, they are starting to use their special effects budget to good effect. Yeah. They're like, what do we got left? All right, divide <laughs> it up amongst these episodes and go ahead. Let's go. Um, so uh, the the alien starts fighting back. There's uh, this great, nice uh, laser effect coming off the top of the ship. Yes. And it blows all the miniature jets up, yep. which is an excellent shot. Yeah, it's a nice Every sequence. Time it's a nice sequence, it. yeah. Really Yeah, is. they blow up a lot of F4 Phantoms. A yeah, lot of them. A lot of them. Um, and then uh, the science patrol jets are apparently impervious to it. Some yeah. sort of navy alloy. It's a coating. It's, a, it's, really, it's a shielding. It's, it's whatever a, it is. It's an anti-alien <laughs> paint job. Exactly. Earl Scheib has come through again. <laughs> I'll paint any VTOL for $99.95. And all set. Yeah, so they rescue, they land. Um, the alien uh, Mephilus retreats. The uh, they come in and they catch Hayata in Ultraman pose, right? But just the beta frozen, cat frozen, because he had, had attempted to transform previously. Right. And they, the rescue, uh, they rescue. They <coughs> rescue. Um, and no, they rescue um, uh, Fuji and her brother. Fuji and Satoru. Satoru, right? And they get them out. We have to save the woman and the kid. Hayata is okay. Hayata will be fine. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that either Captain Mira kind of gets what's going on. And is like, you know, he's got this. Or, or just say like, women and children first. Women and children first. Women and children One first. of those two. We might get back to him, maybe. But by the time they could have gotten back to him, the, the ship, explodes. ship explodes and Ultraman has already arisen. Right. In the best transformation scene so far, there is a tremor. Hayata falls forward, landing on flat on his face. Right. But triggering the beta capsule at the same time and thus he becomes And we Ultraman. both said the same thing. That That's was amazing. Cool. Like it's the <laughs> dumbest, most ridiculous transformation, and it worked. Yeah, it really but it was did a joy. It, you know, we uh, look. We're thirty some episodes in at this point. We have bought it. Bought in exactly. Yeah, well, all the chips are on the table, and it's fine. So the two alien, the two aliens, basically Mephilus and Ultraman, yes, evenly matched. Very, and they even. 
as they get into exposition. But they do show a couple different shots, a couple different we flips. We got the buzzsaw thingy. Right. We got the... Uh, Specium ray, which doesn't do a lot. Another sort of sideways... Like, yeah, it's, a, it's exactly more of thing. a uh, boomerangy sort of looking thing. Um, right. As they're flying, uh, there's some wrestling and there's some fisticuffs. And, uh, and then the alien stops and says, okay, we're evenly matched. I realize I can't take this planet... I'm going to just leave. Right, but I'll get my revenge. I'll come back. You win this time, I'll come back again. Which obviously opens it up for future episodes. Yep, 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 yep. And then has a nice fade out from bottom to top. Yeah. It just kind of disappears. It's like a wipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly what it is. It's a wipe. And you're like, oh, okay. And even Ultraman has a face like, that's it, huh? Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to Okay. <laughs> didn't even color timer didn't go off. Right. That's what we were concerned about. These two guys are facing off. And if they're equally matched, Ultraman's color timer is going to go off quickly. Right. But never goes off. No, and he could have waited for that, or maybe he didn't know. Didn't know. You got to... Well, yeah. he should have known if he can read Hayata's mind, but... Maybe he can't read Ultraman's mind. All right. He's an alien. He doesn't have the Who primitive have, Earth mind. Okay, mind. there you go. We'll go there. Sure. Okay, sure. But then Captain Mura says... Or was it Mura or was it Ito that says, well, why didn't Ultraman keep fighting? Right. And one of them also says, well... He the, must have spoke... Oh, Dr. Exposition said they right. must have discussed this in alien language. Right. That we alien to alien. alien. That's yes, what it was. that's what it was. Alien to alien. Yeah. They discussed it and they just went along. So, yeah, he, he wanted the hearts of Earth, but he lost to a kid. Yes. Lost to a kid. They picked the right kid in this case. So, um, <clears throat> what do we think of... Uh, what do we think of this one? Decent episode. Yeah. Like Decent it. episode. They show you, like I said, monsters that we've seen before. Now, they don't do anything. Right. But they are monsters that we've seen before. So now you know that this guy either can control monsters or make can you make think you so. think that you're, you're seeing the monster. Right. Because they said, oh, um, I have... He goes, these monsters were defeated. He goes, I have ways of bringing monsters back that are destroyed. Right. And you're like, oh, he can, like... Resurrect monsters. Yeah, so no, you, it's it's an illusion. You kind of you get the <clears throat> thought that it's an illusion. He makes um, Fuji giant, so she has her fun day at the office where she yeah. can break all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, you can't beat it. And exactly, you can see she's just trying not to smile so much. She's having so much fun breaking the stuff. When she does the the elbow. Oh yeah, 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 the side the into the <laughs> Yeah, that you can just say she's like because they were probably like, all right, no, really hit it. She's like, okay. Yeah, she really went for that one. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Um. So we'll do our alien or our, our monster minute on uh, Mephilosation or alien Mephilus. Yeah, just Mephilus. Just go with Mephilus. So um, let's see. He is uh, one of these star people. Uh, star people? Oh, from the stars. Yes. People. Okay, fair enough. They originally on the planet Mephilus. Okay. Oh, the name, his name originates from the German book Mephistopheles. Okay. Hey. Nice enough. Fair enough. There you go. And they are colored black and silver to oppose Ultraman's red and silver. Nice. Yeah. Didn't even notice that part of it. Like that, like that. Yeah. All right, so let's see what else we have. Uh, they are two to sixty meters tall. Right, person to giant. Yep, forty to twenty thousand tons. Right. So I guess that's forty kilos because yeah, it can't be forty tons walking no, around like not that. Not as a person, forty kilos is about right. You would think. 
Now let's see. All right, let's get into his roar. Or maybe it's just Does his voice. I don't it know. was just a voice. It wasn't a roar. Oh, it's when he was fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, yeah, that's just a, yeah, a yeah. yell. It's not an actual roar. It's a yell. It's a long clip, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's during the fight. It's yeah. It's just different yells. Okay. Yeah. All right, that makes that point. You don't need to hear that again. That yeah, no, I think we're good. Um, of course, this one has a, like, giant bit of... Uh, Giant bit of uh, plot sub, uh, summary, which would have helped off had I looked at it the first time. <laughs> oh, we can't have that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, let's see, trivia. Uh, Alien Mephilus has an IQ of 10,000 or more. Okay. I don't know how one measures that. How would one measure that? You'd have to know Mephilus' age. You'd have to know his mental age. That's right, so where he comes from, what he's... Yeah, you know, exactly. Who what even you, knows? Exactly. Um, he was uh, supposed to conjure up an illusion of Dada as well outside of the meeting room, but that didn't happen. No. Uh, Alien Mephilus has his own Fuwa shout to match Ultraman Shuwatch. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah. This episode was later featured in episode 84 of Ultraman Retsuden, The Forbidden World. Uh, oh. That's like a history sort of flashback show. Oh, okay, We're fair enough. We're not going to get to that. All right. They, well, they're, they're short. They're just, it's all flashback stuff, so. Oh, so no worries. Fooey, I say. Yes. Fooey, I say. But he shows up a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Well, you could see that since he's a mental monster. Yeah. That he would be Ultraman's equal, and they pointed out he is Ultraman's equal. So that's a monster you do want to bring back more often. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Got Holy him. crap, this guy's all over the map. Well, that's good. Which is good, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. going to be nice to see him a lot. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed this episode a lot myself. I think yeah, he's, this is a good pair. Uh, getting towards the finish line. Right, you said we only have one more disc in the original. Six Ultra episodes. Six episodes. Three more podcasts. Yeah. And then, like you said, we have to do some sort of palate cleanser of something. Yeah. It might just be that Red King that I still haven't looked at because I just don't have time. The, that Oh, Red Man. Yeah, Red yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. The yeah. mini shorts. I forgot about that. Yeah, Red Man. They are, they're also showing Triple Fighter on uh, the Super 8 channel on YouTube. Okay. It's just, I can't quite figure out what's going on. And they have the most outlandish helmet. Remember Frank Langella as Dracula? Yes. In the Coppola movie, right? Yes. And he yes. had the double bun thing going on. Yeah. That's yeah. what the helmets look like. Oh, God. I'm not oh. sure why. Oh, God. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that as far as uh, we've got going on for these two episodes. We had a nice double pack. Yes. Good stuff. Yes. But like you said, these two episodes, you do see a lot more of the wiring work that they're doing behind the scenes. Which, of course, we're just going to point out. You know what half of it is? The fact that they're using so much munitions, there's so much smoke in the air. True, true. You, you can't can not see, see it sometimes yeah, yeah. because there's so, so much smoke, it's going to stand out against yeah, the smoke. because sure. it's going to literally cut through the smoke. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. you just go like, all right, we're getting a lot more boom, but that's fine. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, we we really know what's going on. We, we, we're, we're, we get it. We just... You know, we understand. When we see it, There's suspension of disbelief involved in the show <laughs> to a degree. Exactly. A very large degree. Um, but um, I guess it's just time for the plugs. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, you know who did our music? K 
Casey Kittles, if I remember his name. No, he's, he does our production. No, it, that's Pat, Terminal Sunburn, I know it. I should have it written down on TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. You can download everything they've ever made for nothing. That's how nice they are. But if you want to be nice, you could throw them a couple of bucks. Um, we have can be reached at, we have can be reached. Me, English, am not doing well. We can be reached at. Ultraman Podcast on Twitter at UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. UltramanPodcast.com will take you to our newly established website, which doesn't have a whole lot on it. That's okay, we're getting there. It's a and, uh, yeah, well, you know, you gotta do what you can do. Right. We have actual real jobs and actual real families that take time. Yeah, yeah. Life. And I forget sometimes that, like, oh, yeah, I should have done that. I should have post, post the episodes up. So, but hey, that's what it is. In case you're wondering today, it's actually the end of March, so yes. this will do- tell you how long it's been since we've released this episode. Right. So, this, I think, the last Monday of March. Yes. So we should, uh, we should, uh, this should be out sometime in 2024. <laughs> okay, it'll be quicker than We that. put three episodes out last yeah. week. I was impressed with us. Moving along. Yeah. Yeah, now he's got the idea and he's got everything done, so. Um, you know, he's got all his presets running, he knows what he's doing. Right. Now he's moving along. He's very confident. Very Probably catch up to us very soon. Yes. Like you said, eventually we'll get Same to week releasing. Same it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. We'll record on a Monday. It'll be out on a Saturday or Sunday. It's a beautiful thing. All right, guys. So that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Fourth Science Patrol. Take care. Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.